flashed. So it feels like you're in my room now. Like, uh, <laughs> I kind of want to keep that in, but that I don't know. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to Gamer Weekly. With me today is Marta. Yes, hello, hello. Nice to be here. Her, sorry, she's from Poland, and her name is very um, Poland. Polish, I guess is the way to say it. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to say what your last name is? Because I know that I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> butcher it. Uh, my name is Marta Szymańska. Yeah, I was never going to be able to say that. <laughs> but yeah. I, I do get a lot of uh, different countries and stuff that come onto the show. So, um, I feel like I feel like I've had another Poland developer as well, and they're gonna see this and be like, "How could you forget about me?" Sorry, <laughs> but uh, Marta, not with an H, she is the um, co-founder or founder of <laughs> Super Sexy Software. Yes. Yes. Cool. Exactly. And you guys just released your game, The Shattering. Yes. So first off, thank you for coming on to the show. And second, please tell the crowd of maybe six people, what is The Shattering? Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me and being here. It's, it's really fun. Uh, Yes, we released The Shattering this week. Uh, the Shattering is the first-person story-driven psychological thriller uh, based in the human mind. You play as a John Evans uh, who doesn't remember what happened to him and what's going on. Being hypnotized by the doctor at the beginning, you kind of transist to, to his memories. And act by act, we have four acts right now, Actually, right now we have four acts. <laughs> uh, you discover the the past of of John and what's going on, what happened to him. So when you say it's more of a uh, like a psychological thriller, so because mm -hmm. in the description on like the website and stuff, it was saying that uh, it has horror elements. So is it more like um, like Silent Hill esque kind of horror, or is it more? Like, there's no jump scares in the game, right? Or no. are there? Okay, okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, we tend to... There was a kind of a little bit problem with the sharing to put them in the right genre because it's very... I don't want to feel like, oh, we're so individual or very specific. But maybe on some angle we are. Uh, because the horror aspects, we put it in there to give a notion for the user that is about the internal fear. And I myself like to call the sharing like this white horror, uh, this psychological aspect of a horror. Uh, we want to be a little bit different from games that are like dark, you're in a flashlight, in a basement, and there's this monster jumping on you. No, in the sharing, everything is white. And we, we used color white for a reason because it gives this feeling of isolation and insanity more um, and we don't have jump scare everything that happens happens in front of your eyes and sometimes there's moments when you kind of start feeling I even am tingling myself like feeling something gonna happen 
you don't want to go and see their memories, the truth, but that's the only path. So that's the kind of horror part in it. Some people, we got some feedback from people, they see it more horror aspects. Like they say, it's like this terrifying thriller, terror. It We've been even called, uh, but some, for some, excuse me, uh, it's also very strong psychological thriller. So you won't have any instances where like the, the Resident Evil remakes where there's this big brooding thing running after you the whole Mr. time. X. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> X or Nemesis, even though Nemesis doesn't really like chase no, after you for very we long. Don't. But we don't. Even <laughs> though we Nemesis is in the game. Like, <laughs> no, no Mr. X, no Easter X. Uh even though Silent Hill was an inspiration for us, uh the especially Silent Hill one when they use this fog like this when you were outside basically and just walking and you didn't see what's in front of you and even though this seems like a very simple like what is it? it's just a fog outside that gives us some understanding about this white space that is kind of eating you and you cannot see beyond it we we kind of used it uh, or no, maybe not used it but a similar technique as one of the acts we 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 try to to put it in there and so you were saying uh that there's about four acts in the game and then you kind of were like right now do you plan on making more or is it kind of like no. a we'll see where like the numbers lies like should we should we not should we add should we not add sequel <laughs> that's that be maybe no to be honest with you i think that was just a. uh, uh... I just said it wrong. We just have four acts and the story is finished from the beginning till the end. Uh, but will people ask for the shattering too? As you said, let's see what the numbers and you know feedback will say. As long as people stop pirating the game. <laughs> <laughs> All the games. Uh, so uh, so how did you so how did you guys come up with uh, the shattering? Was the shattering at one point? like a different style of game and then I started to lean more towards one way or was it always in your mind like a I don't want to say like walking simulator because I feel like I feel like it's almost become like a um not like, a, like not like a bad word or something yeah. but yeah like negative it's like even though I like playing games like that like I liked Firewatch and Gone Home and um I didn't play What Remains of Edith uh, Finch, but I heard that one was really good too. But I don't think that's bad. I think having interactive narratives, you know, similar to like having a book, like a like a book you're walking around in, I think that seems pretty cool. Uh, so, was that something you guys always wanted to do, or was there a point where maybe you had something more in mind of like it was going to be straight into horror, or it was like a a fun adventure game. Who knows? Maybe it was a collect-a-thon platform when it started. <laughs> it was a shooter at the beginning. But oh, okay. It was Doom. We skipped the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, like, this is this is our first game of the studio, and, of course, we did some experiment. Not, like, you know, why we didn't, uh, we didn't go that much crazy. Like, we didn't do a strategy game out of Shattering. But we did... We did few few things that we tried and it just didn't work. And even though we were from the very beginning saying, oh, we don't want this to be a walking simulator because as you, as you said, like this word is not bad, but somehow people 
when they're saying it, they're saying it with like, oh, it's, you know, like making it worse maybe than it is. And at the end of the day, I think we figured out that it doesn't matter how people will call it. It's it. We were more searching for the tools to use to tell the story. So if it turned out to be walking simulator at the end, that's what it is. Because we got this vision in our head and this art style and this mechanic that we really want to use to really impress people with, you know, with feeling. It's a very immersive game, even though it's it's easy to play and and uh, you know, like it, ha- it has some very hard parts. Not sure, hard in a way that the very visual, kind of disturbing, maybe I don't know for some people. But we're trying to to build emotions on it. And if the tools we used are named as they are, that's just what it is. And if you ask me, was the shattering something else at the beginning? Well, I think yes. It was. This was different like we're trying to do more like more active more things to do more things to show but we are just five people you know team and then we realized oh we cannot do everything we cannot look and you know aim rich like for this two and three hundred people studio that's impossible so we can only few do a few things so minimalism kind of came along and we started in cutting that's the moment actually when you know your project is going the right direction when you're starting cutting things that you kind of don't need so so I think sharing involved it was a lesson and uh, the the final product the, what what it came out of it you 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 can see it right now and we're really proud of it so so how did you guys find yourself into uh into game development was it something like were you guys part of different development teams in the past and then you guys started to work together did you guys know each other just being friends or um or was it kind of like a little bit of both or um <laughs> i guess like what's the backstory of well of the team? how did you guys meet and where where did the name come from for the the studio oh that was <laughs> um for the background in the game development, we I have a little bit, not very big one. Uh, I was doing some internship in Poland. There was Techland or like other game studios, but I was mostly working this concept art. And uh, then I went to, and I don't even know if the studio doesn't exist uh, now anymore, but I was doing something else in, in, in the city I was living in. And one day my friend came to me and said, listen, you're, you're not uh, bur- like born to sit here and draw for someone. I think you should go out and do something for yourself. And I was like, oh, really? You know, like this young and, <laughs> oh, why not? So I got a little bit of experience. Also, Matt, uh, he also had quite, I think, the most of us experience in the game industry. Uh, But the rest of us, we were just friends from school. We were going to this uh, computer graphics school together. We are on the second year. And we're sitting after the first year on some, you know, bench drinking beer. And we're like, oh, what's our next project will be for the next year? And I came up with this idea about this house that you cannot get out of it. Something happened, etc., etc. Everyone liked the idea, and then the name came out. The name of the game, not not the studio. Like uh, one thing dragged another. 
and because I guess I am very persuasive <laughs> with telling people to like stick with me, I'm telling you it's a good idea. And they really sticked through all these years, which I am really, really thankful. Uh, and we created together something really, really nice. Uh, for the name of the uh, studio, uh, I think it came out from the random game generator or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this theme. It was something else. I connected to different ones. And I remember being in a car with my friend and I'm like, I have an idea for the studio. And he's like, she hit me. And it's like, listen to this super sexy software and he's like i like it you know like i don't know it just felt a little bit like me it was very not uh, strong and kind of symbolized a way that you know it was it was a little bit like a stereotype someone hear it and there's a certain thoughts coming to their heads and then because we're doing the shadowing which is very serious psychological thriller about trauma you know and all of that i wanted to kind of break the stereotype of thinking about you know and the woman is at the big you know at headquarters like come on right yeah so i don't know our publisher really liked it he said uh, that it's strong and it's going to be remembered. People are going to remember it because. I find they... that making a name for anything is extremely stressful. Oh. Because um, you'll think of something and be like, you know what? I think it's got some traction to it. I think it sounds good. Like recently, uh, I was thinking of changing the name of the podcast because I honestly don't really care for the name. It was kind of like a placeholder name and then I never thought of anything else. And so I was coming up with different names and I'm like, you know, maybe like at two in the morning, it's like, you know what? This name's actually pretty. I think it's good. I think it's got something. I sent it to a friend. He was like, okay, I'm feeling it. I asked my girlfriend, a friend of mine and my brother. And they all said, the name's terrible. <laughs> like, like, uh, I know that I know there's I, like at some point where you have to think like, okay, this is my thing. Why should I have to listen to them? But at the same time, yeah. At the same time, you want to get some feedback like, all right, does this name sound really stupid? And then they're like, oh, kind of, yeah. But if it has personality to it, I think it works. But uh, I, w I was thinking of one that was like, uh, it was like Dungeon of Indie podcast. But then I was like, no one's going to get where I'm coming from for it. So oh. I, so like my inspiration for it was uh, this rapper named Nas. Uh, he had, like, so on this first album, uh, I believe it was his first album, uh, he was talking about how he's coming straight from the dungeons of rap. And I'm like, oh, like I'm coming out from the dungeon of indie. And then I was like, no one's going to get that. No one's going to understand that. That's corny. And it's like, ah, just back to the drawing board. But <laughs> I asked for like feedback, but no one ever got back like on Twitter and stuff. And I was like, eh, I guess I'll just be on my own on this. Just figure it out. So, but sometimes uh, the easiest ones are the most best one. You know, don't overcomplicate that. My, yeah. Well, like my main thing is like it's hard to find Gamer Weekly. Uh, if you type in Gamer Weekly to YouTube, it's yes. like a ton of different things. Like I want to be like you search it and boom. Yeah, that's that's that would be the only thing. Why would you change it? Because you cannot, 
uh, find it because there's so many like magazines I think like Gamer Weekly or Movies Weekly there's a few different kinds actually I've been researching today a bit and I find that it's also hard to find <laughs> so. yeah. and then, then I'll find out that somebody had a copyright for four years or five years oh or no that's whatever. the worst yeah. and I'll be like where have you been what do you mean you've had this copyrighted why haven't you said anything here I am but <laughs> We'll see what happens with that. I, I recommend a random game generator. <laughs> it really works. Although I have to click a lot, you know. And then you have too much, too, too much to choose from. Another problem. And then I have a crisis, and then I cry in my closet for 30 minutes, and then eventually you come up with something. I said I was going to go for a spiritual walk, and then... Uh, uh, I never came back. <laughs> never... Wait, I'm going to come back with a good name once I'm done with this walk. Oh, wow. He hasn't been here since, uh, he hasn't been here for three years now. We don't know where he's at. Some say he's still walking to this day. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll see. If I run into like a, you legally have to, Maybe you I can do something with the closet because you say you don't like the closet. So maybe make this a theme. <laughs> Coming out of the closet, the closet podcast. Wait yes, a minute. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's, hmm. I'll have to think about that. I'll have to put that one on the, the burner Before, as well. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the shattering shattering expectations i had to do it because someone was going to um use that pun so that's all i had <laughs> but it's already getting uh positive reviews have you been reading any of the reviews or anything are you afraid to look because i don't blame you because uh i am uh no i do i do look for some of them but as I said, this is our first game, and for me personally, it's so stressful, I guess. Uh, I know there's so much emotion in the release date, and after that, and people are writing and asking so many questions, social media from around. So if I would just jump now to people's opinions, I think I would just blow <laughs> up. Um, but we do, now it's a little bit better, got a little bit calmer in, in a sense that uh, we can read one by one and, you know, you know. <laughs> read I think it'll go fine. Take I think it. it'll go fine. Yeah. I haven't seen any, like I looked at it and I didn't see any of them. They were like, this is the worst game ever created. This game gave me a terminal illness and I hate it. Yeah, and some like... of the reviews, not for my game, I didn't say it yet, but I saw a few like uh, other games. They're really sad. Like if you get a review named like, this isn't even a game. And then it's like, oh, rough, you know. Yeah. But hopefully we'll not get that one. The only thing I've seen so far is that some people said it was short, but yes, I would rather play a game that has four hours of good concentrated content instead of a game that has 50 hours of find the towers and find the hidden treasures or what I'm looking at Ubisoft games like oh, Far yeah. Cry and stuff where it's like, here are things, find the things. Yeah. There's a story. I guess it depends for, for you, as you said, it's okay to play short games. I also like short and sweet games like inside, I think it was also four hours. Uh, 
like there's a lot of games like that. But some people really want to get into it and want to spend time. When when it's over, they felt they feel maybe not fulfilled. I don't know. Like uh, so. So this is understandable feedback. This is not a bad feedback for us. They're saying it's short. It means that they liked it and it was just a short for them. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you just. This was a good game, and that's all I read. <laughs> this is a good game, but all right, close team. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so this is a, f- a warning to anyone that's just like listening. Well, obviously you're listening. I don't know why I was thinking it like that. You might hear something in the background. There's two possible things. One, my girlfriend's currently in a meeting, and then the other is the cat. Uh, the cat is very vocal. Uh, I close the door, and he doesn't like it. So... Anyone who's reached this point and they start hearing things, the place is not haunted that I know of. There's just a meeting in a different room. That's it. I just, fi- I just figured at this point, you know, 20 minutes in, you might be, be hearing some weird stuff. But yeah. Uh, so I guess, I guess really like the only other things I can really think of is, um, I guess, where does it go from here? for you guys i do you want to make another game i mean obviously you probably i don't do you want to make another game and if you (laughs) did decide that you wanted to make another game uh would it do you already have some like vague ideas of what you could possibly go with are you wanting to go the direction of sequel or are you wanting to maybe try hitting a different genre or go further into the spectrum of the genre or whatever or i guess what's next what's next um first of all i have to share that after we released the game it was that this weird feeling because we're working on a game for four years almost every day for as long as i am awake and all of that and then you release it and you're just like hmm what to do <laughs> what to do with yourself and some of us really just sit on the computer and start fixing bugs like we <laughs> it was sad but uh that we couldn't think anything else except of just working still on it right but hey it's out it's real so what you gonna do now um i tried to not think about the next project. I think this project isn't finished yet. I think it needs still a lot of love and touch. And we we are still talking about releasing on consoles. It's nothing sure, no, not, nothing confirmed, but it would be nice, right? I also play on Nintendo a lot, and I'm screaming, I would love to see it on Nintendo. Come on, playing the sharing in bed would be cool. So I think there's a lot of still work going on on the shattering. If the people would start to ask us for a sequel, if we really come along, I think that would be still possible. Like we did one, so I guess <laughs> second one, just launch Unity, you know, again, name a different project and and start doing. Uh, we even had some ideas what to do in, uh, in the sequel, but... I think I don't have an answer. Like, it's just talking, nothing certain, nothing to give you. I think the shattering still is on, it's fresh, and these are love, and we're still working on it. So, making it better. I think that's all anyone really could ask for. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. wants to make sure that they have their hands on a good game. Because I've, uh, I've seen too many times where 
uh, developers will just indie and major will both release a game and then I'll just poof gone forever. It's very rare though. Like I think, of course, it happens as you said, but I think most games are still being taken care of. Um, it would be not wise that you would just leave it, you know. And I heard that a lot of people. People don't buy games on the release day. They actually buy it after a week or two because they know there's going to be a patch, <laughs> you know, fixing things. Yeah. So it's better to wait. Yeah. And then you have cheapskates like me who are like, the game's $2. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I Put mean. 50% on that and then it, they can pick better. It could go lower. Could it be in a bundle? I don't know. No, nah, I... I tend to have a rule of like, all right, how much money do I actually have? Like, I spent forty-eight dollars on Resident Evil Three Remake, and I'm like, man, oh, I probably, sorry. I probably could have waited until that was like thirty dollars or something. But, but they were like that multiplayer mode. They didn't care about it. So, to me, that didn't exist. Maybe it's good to compare it to a movie like cinema. If you're going to a cinema, you're gonna pay what fifty bucks, not fifteen. Sorry. I was about to say, uh, hold up. <laughs> wait, wait, what ritzy cinema? movie theater are you going to? Yeah, we only have golden flakes in our popcorn. So oh oh oh. No, no, no. So so how much is it? Like fourteen. Uh, I guess it depends on where you go, but yeah, I would say the average in the U.S. is probably about like. 10 to 15 dollars normally so you're paying 10 to 15 dollars and it's like in two hours now nowadays there are two hours so if you will take that and then compare it to a game and then you say okay so i'm gonna pay 20 dollars and have four hours of entertainment you know like maybe that's better to kind of compare to yourself if you are if do you want to spend this money right on a game I don't know. At least I do. <laughs> I do it that way. I mean, I also spent $200 to get another switch because my girlfriend uses the one that was that used to be mine. Priorities. It's, oh. It, well, because like in Animal Crossing, you can only have one island per switch. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I wanted to play <laughs> it. So now I have my own switch. Oh. Well, I, I have two switches now. And I'm like, what happened? What is this? I hope to see your game on the Switch. Anytime I see anybody that I interview and um, they show up on that like highlights Nintendo thing or just anywhere, I'm like, there she is. I there remember them. <laughs> I, I saw one, uh, it was for a game called uh, Ida and it came up on uh, my girlfriend's Switch. I was like, I interviewed them. That's crazy. People want to play this. It's a good game from what I've heard, so that's good. That's my main fear is like anybody that I interview, I'm like, I hope their game is good and it sells well because that's... Ah. But I mean, people own up to it too when they're like, they come back and they're like, that game sucked and I hate that I made that game. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, well, hopefully this game you don't hate this time. <laughs> but um, I guess, uh, so like my final question is um, why why are you want like why do you do game development like what about it um what does it do for you like what does it mean to you mm, when i was a uh, little i've been always jealous to all my friends because i was like oh, i want to be a doctor i want to be a vegetarian i don't know like um 
it was a lot of like actress so of course always the kids have these big dreams and I never had one like I was just like I don't know I grow up I will grow up and then I'll see and kind of that's what happened just my path path kind of crossed with game development and it gave me so much opportunities I realized that games are in some regards better than movies because you are controlling the character you know it's kind of on you depends if the story moves on all along etc etc and it's a little bit like this higher art in some ways of uh, you know expressing yourself and since I'm a very expressive person I thought why not like why not go somewhere I've never been before and I don't have nothing about so I learned I learned everything from scratch everything myself this remember when we went to a bookshop buy a game dummies for unity that's how it started you know and just read the book and try it for yourself experiment fail try again experiment fail and try again and for me as a person I think it developed this this way of when I'm looking at stuff, I always see that everything's possible if you really put your mind to it and your time. And this the shattering is proof for me that you can succeed you if you really gonna pressure and of course have a gr- group of people around you who gonna hold you and help your family and etc. etc. I think <laughs> game development for me gave me my life like it's something I love to do I love games I love playing games and I love making games and thank god I got you know where I am right now how long did it take you to learn unity because I tried to learn it myself (laughs) I I think that's a lot of things that uh, people see too is they see a game it's really good and they're like I can never make this and they don't see like that behind the scenes thing of the game crashing, the game not working, the people like, oh, so like way late in development where they're like, oh, I could do it this way. That's so much easier. God damn it. It's, it's going to take forever. Just remind me so many. We have this thing that when it's um, usually it's like one checkbox somewhere. You know, it's a big thing. Something's not working. And we just laugh about that. Oh, it's just turning off or it's just turning on. And then you just get smarter, right? Next time you will remember to highlight diet before, you know, you press something else. And if I don't know if you can learn Unity unless you're working for them and making the engine fully uh, and still and they, they're still changing it every day. So there's updates and things change. And hmm. I think you have to find your goal, find what you want to do in it and then just dig deep to get there kind of thing i have a vision idea vision or just experiment oh that's also awesome or we could we did you don't even know how many locations in the shattering were just in old <laughs> folder and uh, there's oh I, if you will have some time and play the game then we can just a little bit talk about it. i can give you some sneak peek and the locations weren't used it's actually fun to look at them I I actually do like that. So it's just side note. I played uh, through Bioshock again, and I actually really liked that there was commentary that you could do. And uh, there was a museum where you could go through and walk around and see all the things that they didn't use in the game. Because 
if anything, it helps you see like the vision of like, oh, where are they going? Because at the beginning, it had like a really gross look to it. I mean, it still kind of mm-hmm. does, but like it works. But it was like almost like Resident Evil monsters in this game. And then they eventually went more like humanoid type things. And it's just interesting to see like that mindset yep. of like seeing the earliest prototype thing and seeing them go like, this is the thing we make. It was stupid. We all thought it looked stupid. And then we started to work from there. And uh, I think it humanizes the whole process because a lot of people think that, oh, it's easy or whatever. It's like, um, oh, it's just computers. Like people that like, oh, you can make electronic music easily. It's just computers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So you could be a stuntman. It's just driving a car. You know, that's easy. <laughs> I There's so much that goes with it. And I, I hope that a lot of people see that just because you don't just because you're not the master of something right now that doesn't mean that you still can't do something with it people write number one hit songs with four chords so it's it's but all they about... get there they know how to make those four chords to make it perfect so yes. there's something to it yeah i mean i have a song on soundcloud that's utterly trash but i still did it oh, and come on. It, it's it's very bad <laughs> i made this song uh, i was making fun of my brother because uh he he went to school and he noticed there was a stain on his shirt and he noticed it was more of like a splash stain and we had a dog and well the dog urinated on his shirt oh and he didn't he because like the shirt was already like yellow and he's like oh okay whatever <laughs> and so he he's we describe it in the song and he's talking about how he sees himself in the vending machine and he notices this big stain and he's been to multiple classes too. And he's like, the vending machine won't laugh at me. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's my, my claim to fame there. But that's a story, you know, and it's funny. So yeah. Yeah. It depends. Everybody that I played the song for, they just go like, he did not just make a song about this. Like, it's a, based on a true story. It's amazing. That should be the tag at the beginning. Yeah. It, the name of the band was something we made uh, back in, like, I, th- I think I was, like, 16. He was 14. So teenage, teenage guys, what did they name their band? Obviously something that's an innuendo. So it was Premature Explosion. So, <laughs> and... Yeah, everyone's like, that's it was a terrible band name. <laughs> but now we, we have like it's an aesthetic thing. It's like, dude, I think they have our aesthetic. And we're like, yeah, dude. Aesthetic. Got it. Aesthetic. So nice. There's a sneak peek into the life. You can find that on SoundCloud, but I don't recommend listening to now it. It's really I am bad. interested. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. I know it was like really late notice and I apologize to everyone that listens uh, to the show that the show's not as like regular as it once was. I would rather have episodes that I want to do instead of episodes I don't want to do. And I wanted to do this one because this game looked really cool. Thanks. So um, I have been bribed with the game, so I will be playing it, but I don't have, I don't really review things. So I'll post on Twitter what I think of the game, if I remember. I have horrible memory, but I am looking forward to playing it, though. 
I really enjoy. I don't think it's a bad thing to call a game a walking simulator. I like games like that. So I'm really excited to give the game a shot. So, and with being in quarantine, what else is there to do? You're like, oh, does he have time? That's all I have. That's all I have. So thank you again for coming oh, on to the show. You. And I'm going to put all the links for everything about the game and super sexy software in the description below. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I'm sorry if we rambled, but I think that's what podcasts are all about. Just rambling. At least not two hours of rambling. Maybe <laughs> we'll just sit here and just talk about nothing. I don't know. Be quiet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, if you guys enjoyed any of, if you enjoyed the episode and if you enjoyed me not being able to talk properly, then there's tons of episodes that are like that and you can check them all out. There's other episodes where I'm talking and there's a camera. There's a lot of episodes where there's no camera cause I didn't plan on doing camera and look where we're at now. So thank you everyone for listening. Enjoy your day. Be safe. Sanitize your hands, wear a face mask. Don't inject Clorox. That's really dating the episode now. Like, what is he talking about? That's bad. All right. Goodbye, Thank everybody. Thank you. Bye.